there, so thanks so much for joining me today. Today, the title of my message is Things Aren't As They Seem. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, you said that you wanted to be where we are. When we gathered in your name, you'd be here. So we know that you are. We acknowledge your presence. We thank you for teaching us. We thank you for wisdom, revelation, knowledge as to how to walk in your kingdom. And we give you all the praise and all the glory for everything. You're so good to us. We love you so much. In your name we pray. Amen. He's so good. He's so in love with us. And today he's gonna, he wants to encourage us by saying things aren't as they seem. So much of the time we look at our circumstances and we think, oh, what am I going to do? And Jesus wants to tell you what to do. He said we can call those things to be not as though they were. We are made in God's likeness, and we are called to call those things to be, not as though they were. And so I want to start with telling you something that happened to me. My first miracle, actually, when my son was younger, his urine was backing up into his kidneys, and um, he was on this medication, and I actually had to learn to cath him. And the medication made it so that he couldn't urinate on his own. And I was really distressed about it. And God spoke to me. And he said, things are temporary. I want to read to you the scripture he gave me. Since we consider and look to the things that are seen, but since we consider and... um, (laughs) I got this screwed up. Since we consider and look not to the things that are seen but to the things that are unseen, for the things that are visible are temporary, brief, and fleeting, but the things that are invisible are deathless and everlasting. And he encouraged me with that, and um, I actually had my miracle. Um, I went off the medication that he was taking, and the doctor didn't recommend it, and he was checked after three months, and I had my miracle. And the other thing that you have to add to that is your faith. And I was just spending day and night in the Word of God. you got to live in the Word of God. You have to keep putting that faith in to work. And that's why God encouraged me, and He's encouraging you today. Faith comes by hearing the Word of God. And your circumstances are definitely temporary. You can change them with your faith. You know, so much of the time... We think God's going to do something. We're waiting on God to do something. But he said we were to do things the way he is. To live in the kingdom of God is to change our circumstances by what we say. We, we believe his way. You know when you ask Jesus come live on the inside of you and to be your God, it, you're really saying, I, I believe you. John 3.16 says that for God so loved the world, he gave his son He sent Jesus to show us the way, and if we believe in him, we're going to have eternal life. If we believe in him, we're going to have that action that says that we believe in him. You know, the word says that when you speak with your mouth, um, when you believe in your heart that Jesus rose from the dead, you can be saved. You'll have salvation. And your healing is the same thing. It's something you believe and you speak. And so it all corresponds with the way God um, designed things to be. He got out in the dark, and he said, let there be light, and light was what he said it was. And so he's encouraging us 
to take that authority he's given us as his and um, say what you want. He was showing me the other day. It was so cool, so excited that um, Adam, he brought the Adam, the animals to Adam. And you can read that in Genesis 2.19 to see what he would call them. Adam named the animals. God took him to Adam and to see what he would name them. So he called them what they are, and then what he named them is what they were. And so you can see by that first example, God gives us direction to do, to live in his kingdom and to do his will, to call those things to be not as though they were. That's what he's calling us to do. So you can change your circumstances by naming it, calling it what you want it to be. And so I called my son healed and he was healed. You also have to have faith action, but saying it is part of that, part of your faith action. So God is saying, what is seen is temporary. It's up to you to change your circumstances to what you want them to be. And so he's not going to do it for you, but you're going to do it. Remember when Paul, was um, he, he sought the Lord three times and People interpret that as God saying no, but he said, my grace is sufficient for you, my unmerited favor. He's giving us favor. He's giving us the keys to the kingdom so that we can change our circumstances. So it's not that he's saying no. It's not that he's saying wait, but he's saying do it. You go ahead and change your circumstances by saying what you want. Say what you want. I want to read to you, actually, Romans 4, 17. It says, As it is written, I have made you father of many nations, speaking to Abraham. And he appointed our father in the sight of God in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead and speaks of the non-existent things that he has foretold and promised as if they already existed. So you speak to that non-existent thing that you want to happen, and you speak it into existence, and then after you speak it, you just believe that it's going to happen. So things aren't as they seem. You know, the enemy, he always wants to get in there and get you offended at God. He wants to get in, you know, in your thinking. That's why we take captive every thought and tell you that God is saying, no, not this time. No, God's not going to do that. God doesn't say no. He's in love with us, and he, he wants us to copy him. When Jesus came, remember, in Mark 11, he cursed a fig tree. And the disciples were freaking out. And he said, if you have constant faith, which is another thing, you have to have that constant faith that you can say to this mountain, move, and it will move. And another place, he said, you can tell a small very bush to be pulled up out of the sea. Nothing will be impossible for you. Everything is possible for him who believes. Everything is possible with God. So whatever you're believing God for, then you can say it and it will happen. And sometimes there's just time in between where that um, happens. And that's when the enemy comes, just like Jesus told us in Mark 4, to steal the word. He wants to steal that from you. He doesn't want you showing God off. He doesn't want you being like God. He doesn't want you calling those things to be not as though they were. And so he comes to try to get you offended by saying, oh, look it, it didn't happen, it's not happening. God really doesn't want that for you. 
and are you don't deserve that or you're not good enough or this, that, and the other thing. Whatever he can get you to believe so that you won't receive that, that's what he's going to do. That's what he's going to try to do. And so things are not as they seem, and they are subject to change. You can change them by the words of your mouth. Now, for them words to have power, again, you got to feed on the Word of God. you got to hear the Word. you got to get faith. Romans 10, 17 says, Faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Not having had heard, but hearing. And so you're going to hear it, and you're going to hear it, and you're going to hear it, and it's going to get down in your heart. And then you won't be able to help but that very thing come out of your mouth. That's what's going to come out of your mouth, what you put in your heart. That's what Jesus said. And so when it finally comes out of your, your, when it gets in your heart, and then it finally comes out of your mouth, and there's not going to be any stopping you, because you're just going to believe it, and you're going to act it, and you're going to talk it. Now, if you're doing it, um, say, mechanically, if you just want to believe it, and you're just following what you, you know, but you're not putting that word in your heart, you're going to doubt you're going to start doubting that thing that you believed, and that is going to slip out of your mouth, and you're not even going to want it to, but you can do that. So you have to hear enough word for it to be powerful. You have to be connected with God. you got to hear him talk to you. And um, he talks to us so much about that. you got to hear him. you got to get that rhema word because he directs you. He leads you on. He encourages you in that victory. So you got to hear him encourage you and you know, faith comes by hearing the Word of God, and faith comes by hearing God speak to you, the Word of God. And so He's always going to be encouraging you. And um, not to say, you know, like if you're believing heal for healing, it's not okay to go to the doctor. But, you know, you, you should go if you don't have the faith for it. And that's going to show up in um, your doubt. It's going to show up in what you say. You know, if you're afraid not to go to the doctor, then you should go to the doctor because really that is where your faith level is. And, you know, it can go up and down according to how much time you spend in the Word, you know, how much how much Word you're giving yourself. So say Satan gets you distracted and you haven't had much Word, but like two months ago you had this great victory and now you just don't have the faith for it. It's because you haven't fed your spirit, man. You got to keep him strong. You got to keep hearing the word, reminding yourself what it says. Just like when you eat, you remind yourself of what that food tasted like. And um, so, yeah. And, and, you know, maybe you're thinking, well, I'm not interested in hearing the word. And really, that's because you're not hearing it already. And because your body, your spirit, your mind, is going to crave what you give it. You start giving it the Word of God, um, your your spirit, your flesh, your mind. You start giving yourself the Word of God, and you're going to want more and more and more. Because not only is it comforting and energizing, and you know it builds you up, is um, it just feels good. It makes you happy, and it gives you peace and joy and contentment, and you. You know, you just want more and more and more. You're just not going to be able to get enough. And so when you start, you know, it might be, you know, a little bit of an effort. But as you get going and as you look at it as your source, you know, that precious pearl, the Word of God is going to get you 
out of the circumstance you're in. This thing you're in is temporary. It can change according to what you do. So if you want it to change, you're going you're gonna to feed on the Word of God, and you're going to call those things into existence just like God did. He changed the circumstances from dark to light, and you can change your circumstances from dark to light. Now, if you don't do anything, then, you know, um, you only have the what the world has. No power, just whatever the world has to offer to change the circumstances, whether it be the bank or the doctor or whatever it is. And so you can change your circumstances. What you see is temporary. What God saw, the dark, was temporary. We were made in his likeness, and he wants us to copy him. And so he wants us to change our circumstances and give him the glory and um, show to be true disciples of his. Not put up with stuff. Not just take whatever comes your way. Not let the enemy take over and um, just do anything he tells you to do. Don't lay down dead for him, but put him on the leash. Get off his leash, and you take authority over him, and you tell him the way it is, and the way you're going to know that and have that confidence is to look at the word. Get that word in your heart. Day and night, day and night, just get it in your heart. Keep listening, excuse me, keep listening to it, Um, whether it be um, sermons on YouTube or a Christian channel, but make sure you're hearing the truth. Make sure that you are hearing the truth. You don't want to hear a lie. You you don't want to hear people talk about how um, the word isn't true. Every anything you hear, you want to make sure it lines up with the word of God. So you got to hear the truth. And in order to know that you're hearing the truth, it, you have to know the word of God yourself. So if you're hearing someone talk contrary to the word, turn it off. You don't need to hear that. You don't need to hear the doubt and the unbelief. You don't need to need to hear. Um, People criticizing um, other preachers or teachers because that is wrong. You don't want to hear the gossip. You don't want to be um, judging. But what you want to do is change your circumstances. So do that. Hear the word for yourself. Hear the word. That's the safest way is just to look at it yourself. And um, if you find someone that encourages you, that's fine. But make sure, again, that that lines up with the word. So. If you never asked Jesus to come live on the inside of you, you can do that. All you have to do is ask him. If you call in the name of the Lord, you'll be saved. If you believe, then you will have salvation. And again, believing is acting on the word, living it out, applying it to your life. Jesus said in Revelation 3.20 that he is knocking on the door of your heart already. If you invite him in, he's going to come in. He's going to hang out with you. And so I want to say that prayer with you. And once you ask him to come live on the inside of you, then you got to attend to the word. you got to get to know him if you don't know him. You want to agree with him. You want to live by his opinion. You know, I live by that opinion that I read that what I see is temporary. And if that's his opinion and then you come in agreement and make that your opinion, that's the start of that happening. And so you don't want to... Um, twist the word into saying anything other than what it says. And when you sit with God, he's just going to make that word alive to you. He's going to give you revelation knowledge. 
And that comes as you take that time to hear the word. And yeah, and when you're hearing the word, of course, you're hearing him. And so when you ask him to come and live on the inside of you, you want to attend to the word. You want to get to know the word, and then you're getting to know him. And then that is how your faith is going to grow, and that's how you're going to be able to change what is temporary to eternal. Once he changes it for you, once you change it by calling it, and his power kicks in, then it's, it's forever. And um, I've had it where the enemy would come and try to get it back, and I said, no. No, I changed it to eternal. You can't have it. He's such a liar. And so you have to change your thoughts. You have to change your thoughts from the way you used to think to God's way. And you do that by getting to know the Word of God. So let's say that prayer, Jesus. We thank you and praise you that you're knocking at the door of our heart. And we're inviting you in. We're asking you to come in and be our God. Show us your way. Teach us your way. Come and live on the inside of us and um, just have your way in us. We thank you that when we look at the word, we see you, we see that truth, and we have understanding. We love you so much. We thank you and praise you in your name. We pray, amen. So if you said that prayer, now he is living on the inside of you. And once you start obliging him, when you start doing what he tells you to do, you're going to start feeling him. If you haven't already, you might have. But you're going to start feeling his presence. And he's going to give you direction. I was just talking to someone yesterday. When um, you hear him, you might want to just make a list and start crossing it off because he's going to give you direction to get on that path that leads to the good life, that narrow path that leads to the good life. And he's going to direct you and teach you and help you get all the things out of your life that don't fit into your new kingdom living. And so make a list. Make sure you do what he tells you to do because if you don't, if you just hear the word and you don't do it, he's going to get quiet. And so I like to ask him to just keep correcting me all the time, every day, correct me. I can't do anything without him, and neither can you. So good. Thank you so much for listening today. And if you said that prayer for the first time, I would love it so much if you'd let me know. God bless you.